You're listening to The First Gen Coach. I'm your host, Carla Santamaria, a civic engagement professional turned mindset and career coach. As a first-gen immigrant, college grad, and corporate professional, I have experienced firsthand the many struggles and challenges that first-gen professional Latinas and women of color often face when navigating unfamiliar and unfriendly corporate environments. In this podcast, I will share insights for career success and will feature inspiring and successful first-gen women to share their journey and their stories. If you're ready to tap into a growing community of first-gen professionals, you've come to the right place. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the First Gen Coach Podcast. I'm Carla Santamaria, and I am so grateful that you are listening today. Today's episode is going to kick off our four-part mini-series on career success and getting ready to have a, a successful and thriving 2022. So today we're going to talk about practicing self-love as you reflect on 2022. Excuse me, as you reflect on 2021. Now you've probably heard me talk about reflection a few different times, either on Instagram live or on previous episodes of the podcast. And reflection is really important, but we'll get to that in a minute. I want to start off with the framework of self-love. Self-love is a crucial part of reflecting because, you know, reflecting takes a lot of honesty. Reflecting takes a lot of analyzing and critical thinking and really taking a deep, long, hard look at our experiences. But it can be very easy to do that with a critical sense, a critical lens, excuse me, and to criticize and to think about what we could have done better, what we should have done, or whatever the case may be. And that isn't necessarily the most helpful approach, especially as you're trying to learn from your experience. So it's why we're going to use the framework of self-love. It's why we're going to approach reflection with grace, with kindness. Now, before we get started on that, I just want you to remember two key things that really are going to set the foundation for a successful sort of reflection time and a reflection practice. The first thing is to please remember that you did the best that you could with the resources that you had. This is such a fundamental piece of of practicing self-love and of really practicing kindness to other people, you know, it's easy to think, oh, you know, I would never have done that, or that would have never happened to me, or I would have reacted differently. Well, the person that you're thinking about, the person that you're judging, did the best that they could with the resources that they had. But guess what? That also applies to yourself. So if you look back and it's like, oh my God, you know, like I should have spoken up at a meeting, or I should have done this, or should have done that. Just remember to be kind to yourself and to know that you did the best you could at the time. And now you are building on that because you're getting ready to reflect on it and to learn from that experience. All right. So I'm going to say that one more time. You did the best you could with the resources that you had. That is the first thing that I want you to remember 
uh, as the first foundational aspect of reflection. And the second one is to be kind to yourself and to be as kind, excuse me, be as kind to yourself as you would be to your best friend. Now, look in the mirror and you see a reflection, but close your eyes. Stand still, stand in front of a mirror, and if you're if you're driving or if you're somewhere where you can't, you don't have access to a mirror right now. That's okay. You can do this later. Um, but just picture yourself standing in front of a mirror, or actually standing in front of a mirror, depending on where you are, and close your eyes. And instead of seeing your own reflection, you see your best friend's face, or your sister's face, or you know somebody that you love that you love and that you look up to and that they look up to you. Now, if this person comes to you and says, oh my God, I messed up. I should have done this. I could have done that. I I completely failed, you know, and it was all my fault. What would you say to them? Would you berate them? Would you tell them, yeah, you really messed up. You shouldn't have done that. How could you be so stupid? In all likelihood, you probably would never say that to somebody that you love. You would never say that to, to somebody who is being vulnerable with you. So why would you ever say that to yourself? Why would you be harshly critical of yourself. If you wouldn't be harsh with someone that you love, then I invite you to be as kind and gracious with yourself as you would be to that person that you love. Okay, so that is the second foundational aspect. So remember, two two frameworks that are really going to guide the reflection piece for career readiness and career success is you did the best you could with the resources that you have and to be as kind to yourself as you would be to your best friend or to a loved one. Great. Now that that is guiding our path for reflection, we can talk about what exactly reflection is and why it's important. So Reflection is the process of analyzing an experience in order to learn from it. And it's important because it moves you from retelling or recalling an experience to actually learning from it. So for example, let's say that you had a job interview in 2021 and you feel like you bombed it and you know that but you haven't taken the time to to ask yourself, hey, why do I feel like this job interview was a failure? What did I do that maybe I didn't prepare for the job interview or maybe the other people, maybe there was just bad vibes? Like what happened that I feel like this was such a failure and how can I learn from it so that I can be more prepared in the future so as not to repeat the same mistakes? So that is the difference between just retelling an experience and reflecting on an experience and learning from it. 
So I'll give you an example. Several years ago, I had a job interview and the initial job interview was a phone interview. So this was before COVID. So it was, um, yeah, it was before COVID. And I guess I didn't have as much practice with Zoom or, or whatnot, but this was a phone interview. And I don't remember why I took this call outside in my patio and my dog was barking and I think there was also like cars driving on the streets. I mean, obviously, you know, there's, there's a street. That's that's what streets are for, <laughs> for cars to drive. And I think also while I was on my patio, my dog was barking because there was somebody next door trying to run the landscape. And it's looking back on this and, and I had I have reflected on this in the past. And I know that that was not a successful job interview because I didn't prepare an environment in which I could be successful. And I think about that a lot. And what I've learned from that experience is that I, it's still a job interview. It's not just a phone call that I can just take and, you know, I usually walk my dog or, or go on a walk because I, I hate sitting down for long periods of time. So whenever I have a phone call, I'll go on a walk. And I treated that phone interview as if it was just a regular phone call that I could take outside. And what I learned from that experience is that I have to prepare an environment in which I can be successful. And as I'm sharing this right now, I think it's telling that I don't actually remember any of the questions they asked me on this job interview. Like I'm trying to remember right now, and I really, it must've been pretty like basic standard questions, but I know that I didn't put in my effort into creating an environment in which I was successful. And guess what? After that failed job interview, I had uh, another set of, of job interviews and the job, the yeah, the job was in California. And obviously I don't live in California. So they were all over the phone. And guess what? I prepared excellent, excellent environments for each of the multiple rounds of phone interviews that I had. Um, I ended up not getting the job because of other reasons. Like I, I realized once I was in the third interview, I was like, wait, this is actually like significantly more senior role than I had anticipated. And I think the executive director and I had that same realization, but we still had really, I mean, I still made it to the third round because, you know, I had, I had prepared an environment in which I could be successful. So again, it's not just retelling the experience, it's asking questions. And I have some questions later on in which, um, which I'm sharing that, that can help you really analyze an experience to learn from it. Now, Reflection is also important because it can help you uncover patterns of thought and beliefs. So I remember um, a limiting belief that I had that I didn't realize until I you know, was practicing reflection is that I thought that it was right after I was getting ready to, to graduate with my master's degree. And so my master's was a community psychology program. So I have a master's of science in education. Um, and what was it? It was a community psychology program and it was community and social change. There we go. So that was my master's degree in. And I had 
been working at the intersection of civic engagement and higher education for five or six years at that point. And I thought that my master's degree was so specialized and that I could only continue working at the intersection of higher education and civic engagement. And that was what I operated under. I only applied to jobs that were in that inter- that were found at that intersection. And it wasn't until years later that I paused and say, wait a minute, like I have experience in organizational development and not just experience in, but also what I had learned through my master's program. It was in organizational development. It was in program evaluation. It was in organizational management and and systems management and systems change. And why did I think that the only career option for me was this very narrow, limited field when no one else in my cohort was going that route? So we were all in the same master's degree and everybody was pursuing different careers. Yet somehow I thought that for me, that it was only one career path ahead. And so it wasn't until I was starting, it wasn't until I started journaling and writing things down that I was able to identify that thought. And once I was able to identify this thought, this limited belief, I was able to question the validity of it. And that all came from reflecting, from analyzing just my experience with my degree, my experience in the job search. Now, uh, a limiting belief is just something that you believe to be true, but it gets in the way of your success. It's not the truth. I mean, how true is it that I only had one degree, I mean, I'm sorry, one career path ahead of me. Obviously, that wasn't the truth, but that was just my belief and it was shaping the trajectory of my actions. So again, by reflecting, we can identify these these thought patterns that are actually roadblocks to our success. And the first step to correcting these thought patterns is to identify them. So you identify them and then you can question the validity of them. And that is how you can overcome a limited belief system. That is how you can break free. But I would have never realized that I had that belief had I not taken the time to pause and reflect. And pause and reflect is really one of my mantras that I have been employing in my life and it has helped me so much. So pause and reflect. If you started feeling overwhelmed, if you are thinking, oh my God, 2021 is over. Like, what am I going to do? I can't believe it. I didn't accomplish anything. Just before you let your mind race and your thoughts race, and before you go down that rabbit hole, just pause and reflect. As you reflect, it is important that you allow yourself to be honest and without any judgment. The judgment part can be especially tricky. You know the saying, hindsight is twenty-twenty. To me, what that means is that we have this tendency, this human tendency to take the knowledge and the understanding that we have at the present moment and use that to judge a past version of ourselves. You know, I think that there was, um, I'll see if I can find the story and link it in the notes. It was the person who co-founded Apple, I believe. 
who sold it for like a few thousand dollars or a few hundred thousand dollars. I don't even remember. Like it was, it seemed like a lot of money at the time and he sold his shares so that he could pay for his son's college. And obviously we know that that was in the early days. And then Apple is now one of the largest companies in the world. And when they ask him, you know, about his decision, he said the same thing. He said, I made the best decision that I could with the information I had at the time. And I loved that response because it is, it can bring so much. I mean, at least it, for me, it brought me so much peace. Like, oh my God, why did I, you know, instead of going down that rabbit hole of like, why did I do that? It's like, no, I, I have to remember that I made the best decision that I could with the information I had at the time. And guess what? That brings us back to one of the very first things I said on this episode. We are always doing the best that we can with the resources that we have at any given moment. So as you reflect, allow yourself to be honest without any judgment, without any harsh feelings. Okay. Now, the purpose of this mini series is to help you be ready for career success in 2022 and to help you really have a clear vision of what you want for yourself, what you want for your career, and what career fulfillment means to you. But of course, reflection is so much more widely applicable than it is for career. So this, I will be focusing, some of the questions that I'm going to be giving as examples are examples for career clarity. They're examples of career reflection prompts, but by all means, please spend some quiet time with yourself and your thoughts and just allow yourself to pause and reflect now um, and and reflect on all aspects of life, not just career. Um, And I do want to encourage you, there is no right or wrong way to reflect. I mean, some people like to sit quietly. Some people like to walk around nature. Some people are go for a run and they spend this time meditating and whatever it is for you, definitely reflect in the way that feels good to you. What I do want to encourage you though, is to either write it down or to make a video or to even uh, rap. (laughs) I actually just thought of the show Insecure and how Isa is always rapping in the mirror. Um, So, Hey, if that's your thing, you know, by all means do it, but just actually articulate the words either out loud or in paper. And there is power in that because it makes the words concrete. It takes them from an abstract thing in the universe, an abstract floating idea in your mind to an actual concrete sentence that you can read and you can articulate and you can examine and you can learn from. So please either write it down or film yourself or voice memo or however it is that you best feel. You can articulate your thoughts. Just please articulate them um, into concrete words. Now, here are some reflection questions that you can think about as you reflect on 2021 on your accomplishments this year and on what direction you are heading in 2022. So what are you most proud of this year? So think about that. Think about all the ways in which you've been been successful. 
but what are you most proud of? And I want to share what I'm most proud of. I'm not going to share for every single (laughs) reflection because this is meant for you, not for me. I already did my own self-reflection, but I did want to share that as I as I've said before in the show and, and in other conversations, I transitioned careers this year and it was bittersweet, I think. And it was also really challenging. Um, but as I think about the job that I had for the first half of 2021, I absolutely from the bottom of my heart, loved that job. I love being with students. I love working with faculty. I loved the work with our community partners. I loved being at the intersection of higher education and civic engagement. And I left that job almost with a broken heart. But I am most proud of myself because I made the decision to love myself more than I loved that job. And it has been such a paradigm shift in my life. And as I launch on this new career trajectory and as in this in this coaching practice, and as I help other first-gen professionals make similar transitions, I always go back to that, to that piece of self-love. And that's why I started this episode on self-love. Because before making this radical shift, before leaving something that I loved, I had to recognize that I loved myself more than I loved that job. And it was no longer serving me. And we tried to make it work. And the bureaucracy just, it was impossible to rectify what was wrong. And... I had to leave, but I had to love myself enough to leave. So that is what I am most proud of. Um, So yeah, so think about it. Pause, you can pause, you can write this down. Um, But yeah, what are you most proud of in 2021? Now, think about your career. Think about all the projects that you worked on. When did you feel most fulfilled in your career? Was it when you were out in the community? Was it when you were mentoring? Was it when you were doing some really amazing data visualization project? Was it when you were featured in the newspaper or in other media? When did you feel most fulfilled? As you think about that and as you... You know, as you write down the answers, this is an important question because that's helping you identify what you value, helping you identify what what brings you joy. And uh, I'm not sure I believe in the concept of a dream job because (laughs) I don't dream of labor, but I do believe that we can be fulfilled in how we make a living. And that is so important to me. And so identifying the times when you felt the most fulfilled this year is going to help you identify the 
parts of your career that bring you most fulfillment and you can start working towards increasing those things that bring you fulfillment. All right, next question. What goals did you set for yourself in 2021? So think about the goals that you set for yourself. Did you meet them or did you not meet them? Why or why not? Did you decide that that was an external goal? That that goal wasn't coming from within, but it was what you thought society or your parents or your partner or whoever, maybe that's what they wanted for you. And that's why you thought you had to make it a goal for yourself. And you decided, hey, no, I'm not going to do this. Or was it that other things took priority? That's okay. You know, it's 2021. We're still in the middle of a global pandemic. There is now a new variant. So it's okay if it wasn't smooth sailing. It's okay if something that was really important to you had to take a back seat because of something else that was more important. But just write it down. Think about it. What goals did you set for yourself? Did you meet them? Why or why not? Next reflection prompt. What did you learn about yourself this year? What did you learn about yourself as you write down these reflection questions? Do you like what you see? Are you inspired by what you learned from yourself? All right. Last reflection prompt, and this is someone, if you have it, this is the one that if you have not yet paused to write down, definitely do so now. Or you know what? Take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, tag me at Carla, the first gen coach. I would love to hear your answer to any of these reflection questions. Here is the last reflection prompt. What does career success look like for you? So really allow yourself the time to think about that and to dream big and to think about the role that your career plays in your life. You know, maybe career success is being able to be a digital nomad and working on the beach somewhere you know, and doing that for a whole month and then flying across the world and working from the jungle. Or maybe career success is waking up in the morning, being so excited for what you do. Or maybe it's all of the above, or maybe it's something totally different. But it can be hard to work towards success if you don't know what success looks like to you. So you need to come up with your own definition of career success. And remember, be kind, be flexible. It is December 2021. What career success means for you today may not be what it means to you in a year from now. All right, so think about it and definitely tag me. I would love to know what career success looks like for you. Now, I've shared with you a few reflection questions 
And I want to share with you a quote that I came across maybe seven or eight years ago when I was working on a reflection toolkit. This quote is attributed to Albert Einstein, but I am very, very hesitant to say that it was Albert Einstein who said it because I feel like people attribute all sorts of things to him. Um, So that's just what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's attributed to him, but I can't confirm with 100% certainty that it was from him. But he said, action without reflection leads to burnout. Reflection without action leads to cynicism. I'll say it again. Action without reflection leads to burnout. Reflection without action leads to cynicism. Now, I know that you don't want to be burnt out and you don't want to be cynical. So action and reflection go hand in hand. As you reflect on your experience, as you analyze your experience and learn from it, you can take action. And because I'm such a strong believer in the importance of action and reflection working together, I created a 21-day career clarity roadmap, and it is an action and reflection challenge. So I shared it with you in the last episode. I'm going to share it um, in this mini-series because, like I said, it's a, I am a huge fan of action and reflection. So it'll, it is designed to help you figure out what you want in your career. So this last question that I shared with you, what does career success look like in the 21-day action reflection challenge? It is one of the last reflection questions of the challenge. And it's after you've had over two weeks of reflection prompts, over two weeks of action, bite-sized excuse me, actions that you can take um, to help you identify what career clarity, career success looks like for you. So please, please, if you're interested in this 21 day, it's a free career clarity guide. Just email me. It's at, it's Carla at the first gen coach.com, or you can DM me on Instagram at Carla, the first gen coach. So again, I want to thank you all for being here, listening to another episode of the first gen coach. And, uh, I am so excited for 2022, and I know that you will reach that success, that career clarity. It is going to be a great year for all of us, and I will be back again tomorrow with day two of this mini-series. Until next time, bye-bye.